Hey everyone, this is Phil with Waste Division, here to introduce a new segment that we're going to put in our Waste Radio feed called Waste Hangs. I just took a trip to the Flathead area here in Montana. Um, I was up there for a wedding, and then I also took a morning and went over to our friend Cooper, his house, um, which is actually a restaurant that his partner Laura just purchased. They've got a really cool restaurant in the front and like a community communal area in the back and a bunch of lofts and um, a really cool uh, group of people in their kitchen working it and living there. Um, it's about 45 minutes from Missoula, so if you want to go there and check it out, you definitely should. They have Sunday brunches with lots of delicious pastries uh, and a bacon gravy, like poutine bowl. That was really nice. Um, I just want to say thank you to everyone there. Uh, it was really cool to show up. And just to have, like, a place that I felt comfortable. And it kind of sparked this idea that, um, you know, in our audience or our group here, we've got people who are, you know, kind of nomadic often doing uh, migrant work, kind of. Like, we have trimmers who work, who are our friends and listen. And sometimes it's nice to know that you can stop in a place and have a have a nice place to be with good people, um, you know, get some food or whatever. So the Dixon Mercantile is one of those places. Um, I'm also pretty fascinated in recording sounds of human life or life in general. And so I just had my condenser mic. I also did not have my nice XLR plug-in mics with me. So I just decided to fuck it and, and just do it. Uh, Cooper had his baby with him, little Arlo, who you will hear. I tried to get baby noises. And there is indeed uh, a pretty pretty big baby noise uh, kind of towards the beginning of the podcast but I just walked around too and got some kitchen noises um, you could just kind of hear the place and get a sense of the people and the vibe maybe um, but yeah I hope you enjoy Cooper and I just talked about bullshit um, kind of ideas for waste division or um, how we make stuff or kind of the usual bullshit but I think it was good and it was fun really thankful that they hosted me um, and thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy this little uh, audio file of the Dixon Merc. And then our weekly wholesale orders to a couple different coffee shops. And um, um, yeah, it just like keeps this place like running. Right. Um, and then every once in a while, like we have a big show coming up. Oh, like September 1st? I think the first week of September, we we used to do like Thursday night musics. Yeah. Um, Thursday night musics. Musics. But um, it just wasn't, and, and that was that was that was every week we'd have that. So we'd have some local bands come, and we'd make dinner. Jill and Laura mm. would just like whip up like a bunch of delicious pizza, and you know BYOB type thing. But sure. Just wasn't uh, drawn like the returns. Yeah that like would make sense for us to keep open. Mm-hmm. So now we just do these 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 bigger bigger events. Right. But they've been happening frequent enough that it definitely it just sort of um makes it so that Laura's having to run around and get that all get that all oh, going. I see. Yeah yeah. Yeah and I mean and what's been so much fun with this space is it's just so big and there's already, like, a willing community of people who want to do stuff. Sure. Like, we've had somebody uh, rent it out and, like, have their own dinner here with oh. people. Yeah. Uh, or, like, uh, 
we've had people rent it out from us, so like we make the dinner and like provide yeah the space right and they just come and that's sort of what's like most fun and easiest for us to do is something like that yeah yeah like my our best case scenario i think is if we found somebody who wanted to like run the restaurant mm. and like rent it from us right and have like ah, their own yeah. space and there's this there's Huh. Oh, was, I can't remember what it's called in Red Lodge, I believe. I keep hearing rumors of this place where they're they're a restaurant, but they don't make anything. They service it to young restaurant tours who like yeah. have an idea oh. and can rent it out for like a couple months and like try that out. Oh, see if people are receptive to their food. See yeah. how they like the like the grind of it. Oh, I and, see. Oh, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. And then you don't have to run a fucking restaurant. Anymore. Yep. <laughs> uh, it used to be before the tribe. Um, shut down like private gambling or like yeah. you know the tribe controls the gambling on this res before that you could just like throw up like a Kino machine anywhere you wanted oh. and like that's how these small businesses just go. kept in, like kept alive right. like when that passed so many small businesses in this area closed down oh. it's, it's like one of those gross sort of yeah. like you know uh, I was talking to my fire chief here and he was saying they used to have a couple of Kino machines in there and it, it would oh. always be full of people yeah yeah and people just love Kino. Spending money. Spending money. Yeah, yeah. And I keep telling Laura, I was like, I'm just gonna put a clandestine one in my yeah. studio. Yeah, yeah. That little closet, just like I'll be working in there and there's just like some homeboy right next to me just yeah, hitting that yeah, button. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Make some of that cheddar. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'd love to come up here and do whatever. Like, yeah. However I could pay or rent or something. This labor preferably. But this this place needs um, or I could work in a kitchen too. You know? That's fun. I mean, not. I haven't done it professionally in a kitchen, but I'm a decent cook, and I could probably learn shit. Yeah. I'd love to be here. It's it's like pretty heavenly. They, we got pretty. I mean, with the bison range across the river there. Yeah. The river right in front of us. In yeah. front of, and the tra- like the railroad tracks too. Right. Laura loves trains. Yeah. Which I of course make fun of her for relentlessly. Yeah. Good. But I've gotten used. To, I mean, it is kind of fun just like a big old like Burlington Northern just like roll on by and right. it just is. It feels like the old west. Yeah, yeah, it's it's nice. Yeah, and this place was like built nineteen twelve, so like yeah. there's still some of that left over. Yeah. Um, That's. Great. Yeah, it's like a four minute drive for like my favorite fishing hole. Like just like go after work or something. Yeah, yeah. Get yeah. a couple of brown trout, bring them home, cook them up. Um, yeah, this place, this place. There's so much we want to do with it, and we just like need bodies. Mm. Um, that, yeah, man, your 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 name's on the top of a short list. So. I can sleep in a tent in your yard. Yeah, it'd be, yeah. Fun. <laughs> it'd be fun. I mean, as you, we have plenty. You've seen we have so much space. space. Is that? What's the status of that loft in the front? So that's the bakery loft that we do have on Airbnb. You do have that on Airbnb. Yeah, but that's also where, like, we, uh, we'll, like, throw up all the guests who want to come and stay. We, Mm -hmm. we put there. Except for our parents. Both of our parents just, like, insist on staying in, like, hotels or, like, RV parks. So weird. Yeah. That's kind of a bummer, man. I don't mind it. No. (laughs) (laughs) No, but as far as, like, I think there's something about living together that's really cool. Yeah. Even if it's just for a couple days, you get to, like see the rhythms of people yeah you cut it's, it's something to navigate too like there's a cleanness to like getting a hotel room right like, efficiency now we're too. going to bed and right we'll see you for breakfast tomorrow <laughs> like, well what's the worst part is all is all of that like minute planning where it's yeah like, well where do we want to eat where do you want to meet right should we just meet this time out and then we'll eat here and yep. then watch a movie or something yep <laughs> 
But yeah, for both both the families' yeah. sake, it's it's this idea of like giving us space with the kiddo. That's good. Which again, like yeah, I will always appreciate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it would be different if Arlo was like any other type of kid. Again, okay. like luckily he's a fucking just a nutcase. He's just eating his hand sandwich right now. Yeah, hand sandwich. <laughs> uh uh-uh. Oh no. <laughs> he does not understand pacifiers. Like he just like can't figure them out. Oh. Um. Yeah, and this this there's there's so many people doing so many cool things in this area. Yeah. There's like a weekly or like a no a monthly like queer dance party at one of the farms oh. that we like get our vegetables from and. Oh really? It's just. Sounds like, awesome. People have a great time. Yeah, just all up in in. in as I was kind of talking about earlier about how people just kind of already naturally like to travel for something. Yeah. You know, it, 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 it's, it's no problem to drive like 25 minutes like to go have like a barbecue at your buddy's house. Yeah, yeah. You know, again, in a different part of the valley. So it was like, ah, now we're in front of the missions. This right. is great. Right. And then you got Missoula right down the road. Yeah. Which, um, I have come to appreciate. It is kind of fun just to, like work around the house on a Saturday and and then Laura and I could just like load up in the family wagon and like drive down to the rocks here. You know, like or like go yeah. get some dinner and go yeah. see a movie or get some big dipper ice cream or whatever. That was cool. Um and yeah, the forty five minutes in the town is nothing at this point. It doesn't I mean it makes like back when I used to Drink and drive pretty heavy on that road. It was a real pain in the ass. <laughs> but you sober up about about Arlie. Once you hit Arlie, you're pretty sober. Yeah, yeah. And then there's a bar there you can just stop in. <laughs> no, I used to talk to some of the old timers, and I'd love to do this. Is like mm. um, Bar Hop ninety three. Yeah. Like start oh. in Missoula, and then oh. like all those small towns along yeah. ninety three up to here and beyond, just like have little bars. Well, you could do a podcast or something cool with that. That'd be fun. There's no, there's no, there's no police up here. <laughs> Are there? I saw one on the interstate on the way over. Well, there is. Or whatever that main road is. Uh, ninety three. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's, there's always, it's, there's so many different. There's like county and state and also tribal police running up oh, and down. Oh, right. But, I mean, it's very rare to see anybody driving on Highway two hundred in yeah. front of Dixon. Yeah. I don't know when the near. I think the nearest may be St. Ignatius. Sure. But I don't even know if they have any. It might even be north of that in Ornan. I don't know if Saint actually has a police department. Um, if I put in a request for food, is now a horrible time? No, I don't think no. so. Okay. I'm gonna go do that. Yeah. I might just leave you to record. I'm gonna leave it on. Okay. It's gonna be a little big brother creepy. You don't wanna take it take it in with you and yeah, record the the ambiance. That's a good idea. Okay, so we're going into the Merc. Dixon Merc? Dixon Merc. Okay. Bye, bye, baby. That's stinky Phil. That's st- old, old stinky beat. That's stinky Larry Uncle Phil. Okay. I don't know how shitty that all sounded. Or if I'm going to be maxing out here. Let's see. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs>
really cool in here. It's like a place full of weird people in the middle of nowhere. Okay, if I record kitchen sounds for a second? Yeah. I'm just gonna stand here. I come record the sizzle really yeah, fast. Definitely. I'll try to stay out of your way. all the cores the other day. Jesus Christ. 
My parents left me this disgusting chocolate milk stout. I've never had it. Oh. Is it here? It's in the fridge. Can I try it? Yeah, you can grab chocolate it. Chocolate Here, milk let me grab stout? Damn, baby. Like... Did you fart? Or was that Hager's or is that the boy? It stinks in here. That might have just been me. Oh, my God. I walked in here. <laughs> Dirty Uncle Dude. <laughs> Come on, boy. Come on, boy. Hey, bro. How you doing? I'm, uh, I'm fucking awesome. I'm hanging out with Cooper and his baby. Yeah, pour me one. Nice. 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 Okay. Glad you made it. Oh, yeah. Uh, just, uh, just saying what's up. What's going on over there? We're just sitting on the deck. No boat yet? No boat yet. When does that happen? <laughs> what's that now? Guys smoking weed? Just are you just smoking weed? Mm, not much. Not, not really. Nothing. 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 And then their place here is fucking really cool. So I, you need to see it maybe tomorrow again. We can, we can swing over this way. But yeah, I'll be back sometime today. How long do we have the boat? <laughs> what the hell was that sound? You don't think you could come grab me or something? Well, uh, I don't know. I'll probably be back there like the next couple. But I just found it and yeah, it's fucking really nice here. I'm just kind of soaking in. But we'll see you soon. <laughs> Look at this. No way, hold on a second. <laughs> it's like going through a wind tunnel or something. Yeah, you like that? <laughs> Big smiles. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Oh, no, I was just laughing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you amazing. cool, you cool. You cool, baby. You cool. <laughs> yeah, you cool. <laughs> <laughs>
Wind tunnel, baby. <laughs> I wonder, is it, does a baby see videos of itself ever? I keep calling it it. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all right. Um, His, it's also weird to assign a gender to a baby, it seems, a little bit. Maybe that's some that's some liberalized bullshit. Yeah, we've never really given a shit. We had a big old swinging dick, son. Big old. How you, is oh, it? you want some of that? Yeah. Um, good. It's a stout. It doesn't taste like chocolate milk. It's decent. 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 Beer review. Near bubble nose. <laughs> I don't know how it can still keep popping. Ooh. <laughs> Goofy baby. <laughs> yeah, I guess they can start like. I stand them in the mirror. It's called like mirror play. Oh. Like training them oh. like to, I guess like self identify yeah. and stuff. Um, but he always kind of freaks out. Oh. It is kind of freaky, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. <It's> freaky. <laughs> Hi, darling. What's that? Just being goofy. Just like, yeah. Chilling with the bros. Did he sleep? He slept a couple times. Did he still have milk? No. No. Is he hungry? No. I can't believe he's just hanging out. I think he's I'm like, beautiful. I need to get back yeah. <laughs> no, he's been really good. Have you okay. seen the, the blow in the face trick, I'm sure? I just like, I just started doing it, but I don't know. It's so funny. It makes him stop. Crying. No, just look at it. It's really, really cute. But that's how you get them to hold their breath to dunk them underwater. Oh, oh, you oh, blow in their face. That. Okay. And then you. <laughs> oh, hello. Are they messing with you? No, he likes it. He likes it. He keeps smiling at us. Oh, of course. He's having a ball. Yeah. Hanging with Isn't the dudes. Isn't it cute to see how much he smiles at Cooper? Yeah, <laughs> they're adorable. They go. Ooh. Yeah, he's a goofball. Good. I'm glad you guys are having fun. Your breakfast is coming soon. Oh, how's it up there? Super busy. Oh, and fuck. everyone's like really excited. Fuck yeah. Why? About the new menu. Oh, yeah. Just in general, they're freaking out. <laughs> they're just losing their goddamn <laughs> minds. Yes! <laughs> yeah! Brunch! We're here! Excited. <laughs> oh, Danny boy, the pipes, yeah. the pipes I are. I used to sing that when I was a kid. I, mixed, I was really debating whether or not I should do that, and my impulse won. Yeah, that's true. Um, poutine? Yes, that's me. Biscuits and gravy. Oh, I get something? Shit. I guess so. Oh, <laughs> curly Q I love this. Thank you so much. How's it up there? What? How's it up there? It's good. We're figuring it out. With the new menu? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Thank Bye. you. Thank you. That's Danny Danny. Yeah, I recognize Danny. Yeah. 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 I don't think I... I maybe talked to him once or twice or something. And he, like, reacts to Hig sometimes. Oh. Like, when he started doing that, like, he just would, like, notice Hig. Kind of stare at him. Mm. Sometimes he gets a little... freaked out. Because he's just, like, such a big mm. thing. <gasps> yeah, I'm talking about you freaking out You put Hig. food down next to that dog? Yeah, he's fine. Yeah. That's pretty good. He won't put food next to this kid. He'll just shit right into it. <laughs> just throw up into it. I would love to start training him to just do disgusting things. I mean, it's already going to happen whether mm-hmm. I want it to or mm-hmm. not. 
<laughs> no, it's so funny how it's it's like always the dumb stuff that just like always makes me cry. I haven't cried yet. With your kid, you mean? Just like thinking of in the future, like mm -hmm. the idea of like getting him like a little desk next to mine in my studio, oh, just gosh, like that... breaks my heart. Like yes, <laughs> in a good way. Mm hmm. Yeah. But then he'll be all grown up and shit too, and be like, "Fuck you, dad." <laughs> I hate you. Thanks. I'm not the best. <laughs> I mean, not thanks. I hate you. <laughs> you see, it's easy having a kid, dog. <laughs> just the way the you just make jokes at him, oh, yeah. like your other friends, <laughs> and then blow in their face. <laughs> How is that? Amazing. Mm -hmm. Delicious. Blue's here. I can give her that. Blue? She's a little girl of my new mom I told you to do it. What? That was recorded. <laughs> that was recorded. Mm-hmm. Mm, I might have to request some bacon or something. Yeah. Something. You can have this one. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to take your bacon. Man. Good. That's kind of cool. Hi, baby. What are you looking at? <laughs> Just yesterday, I started doing like super shitty beatboxing to him, <laughs> and he like loves it. I'm not gonna like do it now because it probably like won't work. No, you should do it. I mean, but it, do it, it, do it for your son. It's so fu later. I gotta get. No, do it. I'm nervous. I want it to be extra shitty. <laughs> no, I I told this to Lauren. I was like, I'm not gonna do it right now because I do not want this to fail. But it's so he just like lost his shit. Let me see. I can't. You can do it. <laughs> He wants to have fun, and you're not letting him have fucking fun. You're a bad dad. He's an infant. He has fun no matter what he's doing, or he's no, crying. No, he's having less fun than he could be having because you won't do your stupid beatbox. <laughs> I want to see this baby lose its shit because it will. It's it will. been crazy anyway. Does it at all give you any sort of baby fever? A little bit, but I would never want to be responsible for another human like that. Not right now. Not right now. Or are you are you the type where it's like, I never want to I don't something. know. It seems like it's pretty tough shit, man. Like, and if people are willing to do it, I admire and shit. But. See, that's so funny that that was your mindset. Because, mm -hmm. like, you know, when it was, you know, it was news to Laura and I. Mm. And something we had talked about and had both, like, come to a place where, like, yeah, I'd love to have a kid with you. You're fucking mm. awesome. Mm. It, timing and placing, sure. time and place was not what we discussed. So mm. definitely mm. a surprise. Sure. Um, but like, what kind of got us through some of the harder stuff was just like mm. rising. Like, people have fucking kids all the time mm. in the worst situations, sure. and they they make do. They get by. Yeah, yeah. Or they don't. But that's something that nobody can control. Mm. Right. Um. So it's like it's it's just as silly to like think on that too hard as mm. it is to like yeah mm. inaction because of what could happen is silly sure as even though that's a perfectly natural way to sometimes go about yeah, stuff yeah. um 
So yeah, it was just kind of helpful to be like, yeah, people have kids in the worst situations. Right. Much worse than mm-hmm. ours. Yeah. Nice. Uh, it is good. Well, do, and also just. Yeah. And it's important for people to be raising like good humans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like knowing that I was gonna have like the world's best mom was mm. was such a like would put my mind at ease in the like dark times where I was just kind of like overthinking it. Because mm. right. that's like what I I mean this whole thing is just like an exercise in not overthinking it. Ah, nice. Yeah, that's good. Because I mean, ah, as tough as kids are, like at, at this point he's. Just really simple. Mm-hmm. If he's hungry, you feed him. If his diaper is dirty, you change it. Otherwise, everything else is just what you want to do. I mean, I could easily, we could easily just like let him cry out in the crib. Yeah, yeah. Or I could just spend like hours in the morning just like playing with him, goofing with him, like making faces. Do you guys have help with him? Like taking care of him and shit? Or no. Just the two of you. Just the two. I mean, besides like all of the wonderful people that like help with the mercantile live here. Um, so do they end up doing some stuff? Like, or not really? No, because. We've made it so, you know, Laura can work and live in the same place. Mm. And there's really days that are, like, frustrating mm. for her when she needs to get stepped on the front. But mm-hmm. she just, like, straps him to his, her, straps all to her chest and just yeah. kind of gets it done. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we've been, we've been lucky that way. Mm-hmm. And then Dixon, the school here, has, I guess, some of the best, um, the best daycare in the area. And it's like pretty affordable. Hmm. Oh, that's nice. Daycare is almost. Daycare sucks, dude. I worked with li- uh, with ladies in an office where they paid. It like six hundred dollars a month. Or something. Or, yeah, I mean it was to the point where like they were making a few dollars an hour almost. Mm-hmm. If you averaged it out and like the gas and all the time to drop the kids off at the place and the mm-hmm. bullshit, like it was like it almost. Didn't make sense to go to work. Like, mm-hmm. it, you're right. literally better off not driving your car around and wasting all that time. Right. And going to work for a few dollars an hour. And it's so funny because it is so expensive. Mm. But it is also, you are paying a stranger to take care of your mm. child. So, like, the idea of bitching about how expensive right. <laughs> that service is. Totally. But generally, good things happen. Like generally things work out. Mm. Um, yeah, that's a nice idea. So it is also, it, it makes it so that I can bitch about like mm. the high cost of child care. <laughs> More often than not, I was going to be fine. But if that's the case, I'd love to save a few bucks. Save a few dollars on your ass, baby. <laughs> Damn, that food is really dope. Fucking uh, Alyssa's, Alyssa's gravy, man. Yeah. Very exciting. I'm going to go see about some bacon. Yeah, but I, I do want to get some baby noises. I already got kitchen noises. Oh, oh that's a baby noise. That's awesome. Good on you, boy. Good on you. Yeah, you like that one. <laughs> yeah, it feels good. <laughs> You're sick, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Alright. Let's get this back to change. Ready for the diaper change of your lifetime? <gasps> yeah. Holy cow. You are coming out the sides, my dude. That is crazy. your fist. Show me the muscles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you eating your hand sandwich? Is that your hand sandwich? Is that your hand sandwich? Holy cow. going to town on that hand sandwich. You are really going to town on that hand sandwich. Oh, my boy's got himself a ham sandwich. Oh, what is a ham sandwich? Extra ham, extra sandwich. Ooh. I gotcha.
What's that friend? There we go. There we go. Mm-hmm. What? Get her order. Oh yeah, they're gonna give me some some sausage. Oh, that they made. Yeah, it's courtesy of Lower Crossing Farm. Pretty cool, yeah. Yeah, Alyssa works works there part time as um uh as like their butcher's apprentice. Okay. Yeah. Cool. She, she probably hand stuffed the sausages. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. You watch the preseason. Preseason NFL coming up. Um, no. <laughs> no. I wish you'd lie. I wish you'd try no. to lie. No, no. You should give it a lowdown though. What, what are you looking at here? Well, my team's the Chiefs. Yeah. Um, losers. Are they, have the Chiefs been good? Yeah. I yeah. never paid attention in the last ten years, but I used to play uh, Madden two thousand three. Oh shit. I was real OG on that, but then I realized it was all a lie. <laughs> know what I mean? The Madden Corporation. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, the the Chiefs <coughs> the Chiefs played amazing last year. They have a new quarterback called his name is Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Uh, he won the MVP last year. He uh, yeah, I mean they they played uh, the Patriots in like the conference final. So if they had won they would have gone to the Super Bowl. Right. So yeah, it kind of kind of took everybody by surprise, and so yeah. this year is definitely a really exciting year. Cool. Yeah, see what's gonna happen. I, it's what's been, gonna happen in NFL, Arlo? It's been a it's it's been a new thing for me these past couple yeah. of years. Is like getting into sports besides just like peripherally. Because mm-hmm. I I got into it heavily like, like five or so years ago. It's just a form of, like a way to have a conversation with somebody. Mm-hmm. I oh. I just I didn't like that there was like pockets of. Of like pop culture things that I didn't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I I went on this crusade to be able to like have uh, hold the conversation with with anyone that I met. Mm. And so professional sports is like a huge gaping hole, and yeah. it still is. Like right. I can't talk to you about golf or tennis mm. outside of like mm. maybe just knowing that like That's Serena Williams plays tennis. Right. Um, but I just really latched on to football, and, and then basketball this year was was another one that I mm. started watching. And right. both of them are, like, fun television events that mm. I, like, really do enjoy following now. Mm-hmm. And there's stuff that I can, like, if I'm, ho- if, if I'm home, I can throw it on the background and do schoolwork or just draw. Mm. And it doesn't take up too much uh, mental space. Sure. I can listen to the what's how what's being played, you mm-hmm. know, like, do the commentary and whatnot. Right. Uh and also, like, there's, I don't know, I kind of really got into love just, like, grabbing some beers and, like, going to, like, a sports bar. Yeah. And, like, watching a game that I'm a vested interest in. Yeah. Watching the Chiefs play, whoever they're playing that week. Right. And getting a little toasty and doing the, it's, like, it's, I like it. Sure. It's fun. It sounds fun. 
and it's 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 like I'm the most casual fan where I just like I have like the sports apps. Mm. So if I you know it, it ends up being like last season, it ends up you know every game is pretty much on Sunday except for the occasional Monday night football, mm. and then later right. in the pre or the um, playoffs like Thursday night football and stuff. But I would be working in the restaurant on the Sunday, so I couldn't catch the game. Mm. But I would just like up like watch the updates yeah. on the phone, and that was enough. And yeah, it was. I don't know. I've always had that like obsessive, like personality mm-hmm. trait where I like will latch onto something. Sure, I have that too. Yeah, just and like fall for it and like, right. Listen to the podcast, kind of do a bit of research. I'm not so nerdy where I'm like, could tell you the stats or like who used to play on the Chiefs. Sure, you know where like their defensive right. coordinator, like where he went to college and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And there are people out there who can tell you all about that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's kind of crazy. I, that's a nice way to think about it, man, because I've always been, like, anti-jock or whatever, but mm-hmm. I also played sports, and I like them. Yeah. And it's kind of bullshit that they have that baggage around them now, actually. Because right. they are a cool thing that happens. There's mm-hmm. something that happens when, like, people are interested in, like, being in the moment of that game. Or, yeah. Like, how people would rather... Like, you rather just watch the game. Right. Like, ideally. Right. Rather not watch it later on. Like, right. you want to fucking watch it as it's happening. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. like, be with all the people as they respond yeah. to it. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. 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 To, to some less, like, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm more like Twitter does quite a bit of that, like, live updating. Oh, sure. And there's a, more of a global conversation going on. Right, right. Without having a Twitter... I do have, like, family and friends that, like, yeah, watch the game. You know, if the Chiefs are doing bad, you know, yeah. Dylan will, like, send me a text or something. You know, like, yeah. in, or I know I know who, like, my parents' teams are. So sure. if the Buffalo Bills are doing good, I can just, like, send my old man, like, that was a great fucking run. Yeah, you know? yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's kind of nice. And it's, yeah, it's you just. You can be a normal person a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and NFL is also getting harder and harder to want to support yeah. with, like, the CTE, you know, with just how much we're learning about CTE. Yeah. And just how much we're learning about. Concussion shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. CTE, I believe, is the, the, what, the, the disease that you get from having too many sustained concussions. Mm. Um, right. And just the nature of the sport, how the sport's played, sort of lends itself to like brain damage mm. though we're finding pretty much everything gives you brain damage everything because they're saying um, some of the leading causes of CTE and, and it's like the micro concussions you should be worried oh. about not like the ones that knock if you get oh. knocked out you're pretty much guaranteed you've got a concussion that's right. like a surefire sign right. you were hit, you were knocked unconscious you're gonna have a concussion it's the ones that are like are come from minor injuries and usually from the body they're finding the front of, like, people who, like, jet ski not all the time. Not in the head. Not in the head. Oh. Just these, like, micro hits to your chest that, like, oh. rattle you. But it's and enough it to, like... your brain, too. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, people who, like, jet ski or, like, mountain bike, where they're, like, taking these, like, blows... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. ...will, over time, like, have the same effect as just, like, getting hit in the head. You well, know, I'm just driving a car. Like a bumpy car or something. Or, like, an engine vibration. Whew. It would have to be pretty extreme. Yeah. Like I would, I would wonder that with like big old like diesel we're truck like, drivers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you think of like, you think of jet ski. Bike. Yeah, you're just yeah. like, right. you can like feel that jolt. Right. Like, right. you know, I think it's like there like a horse gallop where like yeah. it's a smoother. Oh, hello. Way not to share with your best I I I, I said I was like you could take this one. He did, he should he had to make me take it but he did. <laughs> Thank you. You too late. I'm a bad, bad guest. I'm a bad, bad boy.
this looks amazing. Sausage from Lower Crossing Farms. <gasps> Get yours today. Get yours today. Laura? What is it? Lower Crossing? Oh, Lower Crossing. Lower. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you need to do it. Lower Crossing Farms. Trying to do the plugs and shit. Lower Crossing Farms. Southern gentleman. I always feel so, like I have a kerchief in my back pocket, and so, you know, I'm, I, I'm a sweaty dude now. Mm. I never used to be. I'm super sweaty. Always like, just been. dripping, like, heat. Mm-hmm. I'm dripping sweat. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'll, like, dab my forehead with my like, handkerchief. It just feels like such, like, loaded, loaded. Loaded, loaded. out of here. <laughs> it just feels like a different person than, like, who I am normally when I take that out to, like, wipe my brow. <laughs> but it's excessive. It's, it's, it's one of those things that, like, it's hard to be embarrassed about because, like, it's mm. happening. Mm-hmm. But it does, it, it happens in moments where people are like, yeah, it's hot in here, but Jesus Christ. Jesus and it's just like from the forehead, so it's like me talking to people with just like rivulets of sweat on my mm-hmm. forehead, where it's like I can't even hide this. It's not even like I'm not pitting out or anything. <laughs> your whole shirt is just. <laughs> I wish. I wish I would it's just. Just on out. your face. Yeah, I just switched oh. on my face and like oh, my I neck see. and stuff. Just getting older, I guess. You had a kid. I did just not get, have a kid. Get, get face sweaty. <laughs> I wish I had an excuse for like the changes that have happened to my body. <laughs> I do not. I do not have excuses. That's a good distinction. You guys had a baby. Yeah, it's always weird. I do. I did like saying like we're pregnant because. Yeah. Again, I would like I would make dumb jokes like distinguishing the difference, but. Mm. You know, I was a part of it. I was there. Mm. And so, mm. like, just trying to, like, that's all we have is, like, dads is, like, that language. Because mm. otherwise, like, yeah, I went to classes and, like, I did everything she needed me to do. Sure. You know, just, like, taking care of her and making sure that her pregnancy was as easy as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, there's, like, no good language around, like, right. talking about. Because then, then you'll get people if you're, like, um... Oh, like, congratulations. You're like, oh, yeah, thanks. Yeah, Laura's pregnant. And people are like, oh, so you don't, like, have a part in this whole journey. She's pregnant, but you're just, like, oh. Jesus. I, if I had said we're pregnant, I probably would have got this, like, mm. an opposite response, mm. but just as angry of one. Mm. She's pregnant. This isn't your response. Yeah, exactly. No. Oh, that thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look at that thing. That thing came out pretty nice. <laughs> We did have a guy like that. So Arlo was born June 10th, and then that Sunday was Father's Day. Yeah. And we were, so we were open for brunch. You know, Laura and I got to, like, parade the little kid around, you mm-hmm. know, show all the locals who wish like, gave us well wishes and wrote mm-hmm. us very nice things. And there was another couple in here who had, like, a six-week-old. And the father was talking to Laura about just how beautiful and miraculous mm-hmm. childbirth is. And Laura shared that with me, and I... It... That is just such the opposite sentiment that I would, like, ever say about it. Uh, Only in that, like, it's the person I love most in the world going through, like, the most amount of pain I've ever seen them go through. Mm -hmm. Like, it is scary. Mm -hmm. You're powerless. Mm -hmm. You know, you can tell yourself, like, at the end of this is going to be, like, your kid. Mm. But until then, you don't know them. You've Mm -hmm. never met them. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Laura's sharing, sharing some of this. She's like, you know, some of the worst amounts of pain. It Whoa. was like I have, this, I have no connection to the thing that this is like causing. Yeah, doing this to me. 
And so, like, a miracle, yes, I can see that. It's crazy. It is yeah. truly, like, in, in the same thing to see. Beautiful is just so hard for me to be like, I, I get it on a really thin theoretical level, but anything below that, again, was just, yeah, seeing the person I love most, just mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. and I could you That's a complicated relationship. Can't do anything. Yeah. yeah. You just have to, like, trust in the midwife and the nurse who were incredible and just, like, do what little I can do, which is mm-hmm. nothing, like, really nothing more hold than just, like, telling her to breathe and, like, yeah, hold her hand, rub her back, right. do whatever. Oh. oh, he likes getting on flies. Nice right here. <coughs> what? Yeah. Hmm. Did I get it? I was trying for the opposite side. <laughs> I tried to miss it on purpose. I thought ahead of you. I missed missing it. I thought ahead of you. Very. A fucking forty chest, yeah. <laughs> Do you miss school? Has that been anything you've thought about? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, that's part of the shit with, like, holding up with the bass for a little bit. It's, like, a study time. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I miss, like, word school, too, kind of. Or I've thought about... Because I'm still really interested in, like, environmental philosophy or something. Mm -hmm. That's probably what I would go for. But it's also a path that, like, I feel like I know pretty well. It's, like, dark. Like, right. learning about that shit just does not go well. Because what you end up writing about, essentially, is, like, all the different ways that nature is dying. Mm-hmm. It seems like if you're reading, like, the heavy dark shit or whatever. Right. It's like, okay, well, let's, like, describe in detail how all of this is getting fucked up. And, mm-hmm. like, maybe talk about ways to change it, but... Right. And if, I mean, you would have to go for your master's. Master's. Right? And so that, you are setting yourself up for, like, a pretty specific career path. Yeah. You know, it'd be... It, with how costly things would be, yeah. it'd be pretty hard just, like, to get it for the joy of it, and then just, like, also be a bass player. Right. So, like, why'd you take out 50k in loans yeah, yeah. to just, Well, like... I would try to arrange it so that, like, I got a scholarship or something. Yeah. That's the yeah. only way I would go back to school. I won't take out debt for school. Right. Um, but would, would you, would you look at, like, a potential, like, a job afterwards? No, not necessarily. Yeah. I mean... Just personal. Yeah, just, Growth. or, like, fucking... To record it and have people listen to shit that I was thinking about or whatever. Like, I'm pretty interested in the independent, like, intellectual path or something where it's just, like, somebody who tries to make themselves as free as they can while also having to work or whatever. Right. But remaining, like, pretty much independent from an institution or something. So, I don't know. School, yes. I would, I would rather just, like, be in a cabin reading books, probably, than, like, going to school or, like, mm. writing or something. Yeah. But school has been a way for me to, like, have an excuse to do that. It's like, mm. okay, mm. I'm going to school, and it's like, okay, I'm a student now. Right, and right. For me, my parents ended up paying for most of my shit, and that was really cool. I still yeah. worked a bit through college, you right. know, like, part-time the whole way through, but not like Sydney, who did, like, 35 hours and then, like, 19, school, right. 18 credits or whatever bullshit she was doing. Um, see that's see that's what's f- f- like I I miss school because I miss like I miss the actual like presence of me being in a classroom. I love I love like maybe I like that having more a than backpack and yeah 
So I, I get it if that's not what you missed. Only because I, I, I can only relate to, yeah, I, I miss like signing up for classes and like going in and being like, hello, professor, teach me stuff. Because I also already like right. read and write. I could do it a lot more and I'd like to do it a lot more, but I'm, I'm pretty disciplined when it comes to like doing that personal practice stuff in the studio wherever I'm at. Sure. Uh, <laughs> are we talking Sounds too like a much? Cat. <laughs> yeah, I, I I missed I missed like the presence of being on a university, which yeah. until last semester I had never been. So I just was like, right. just excited about. See, that. if I went back to it and had that time and shit somehow, like yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, hey professor, I have time to think about shit. And right, just talk at me for an hour. And yeah, like I'll learn it or whatever. That is a cool setup. There's just so much bullshit. Like, one of my partners, Sarah, like, just decided to quit school. Good. I think he's getting a little fussy because yeah, he's getting hungry. Yeah, I'm going to A little hungry. Come here, bud. Sorry, dude. Okay. He was wearing the hat for a little bit. It's probably fitting better. Yeah, it fits really good. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> wow, he looks so good. Yeah. His head has grown three inches since he was born. Yes. What? Yes. Really? Yes. Just like his daddy. That's That's an inch every two weeks. That's crazy. What? Yeah, he's they nine grow weeks a old. Inch That's no they way. Cry. That's why they cry. Yeah, or he'll just like sleep, or just it like probably eat. hurts really bad. Huh? Yeah. And then when they're, cause their their brain does so much developing, so there's like certain sleep periods where then they'll be fussy. But he's barely ever. Yeah, he's not really developing. <laughs> <laughs> just like your daddy. <laughs> just like your daddy. <laughs> just like break. <laughs> Overload. Yeah, and, and also my like what I would like to do, which is to work in the natural resource field, mm. going to school and get a degree is just what you do away. Yeah. yeah, you know I I kind of left the the other path, which is you know I worked three seasons, uh, working as like a field technician, which you know is kind of the lowest rung of that natural resources, mm-hmm. but had the foot in the door, got all, right. all the people, had a great time, but. I ultimately just really wanted to learn more. Mm. You know, I was I was slowly by mm. osmosis taking it in, but also I was like working, you know, Some forty bullshit. plus hours a week, like mm. hard work. Mm. So, the like the idea that I would then like go home to my tent after like a twelve hour day in mm. the sun and like read up Stuffy. on zoological yeah. terms yeah. is just not realistic. Right. You know, right. and it's it's in those times I just like grab like a thick Stephen King book and mm. be like. I'm gonna have to read anyways. Mm. If I don't read, I get real weird. But mm. <laughs> I I can't mm. can't read anything past like a fantasy or horror novel sure. like level. Right, right. Just a little brain dead. Yeah. After working. And then also, you know, I do like the comic for the Cayman, which has been you know really oh, fun. Yeah. Just one of those things that I could collect like a forty five dollar check after every two weeks, which is. <laughs> Not even close. To, I think it'd be like I think it'd be like a dollar fifty an hour if I broke it down. But I I I but love. Fun. Oh, I love like the culture at the Caymans. Do people know you around and shit from it or no? No, just people at the newspaper really yeah. like it, which is fine. They do. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you could. Oh. Yeah, that's what oh, that's like, yeah fun. yeah like just like going to like a coffee shop and like one of the panels is like cut out. Yeah. You know it's. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. It to be a secret. 
that that feels really good. Obviously, it's like when somebody connects to such a level, they like choose to put it, cut it out. <laughs> I, that's what I like about stickers. I'll see them very rarely, but sometimes it's like either it's a homie or it's really close to being a homie now, right? Like it's, oh really? Nobody like see for, that when, far out, but when we see it in the wild, if we'll see like a waste sticker, it's almost like. Nobody that I've ever even seen in my really? entire life. Yeah, oh, just like shit. some like young college girl like on their laptop, and you're like, oh. "That's very or like a car." Yeah, on their, like like I don't know who that car is. Right, right. I just assume. I guess I'm thinking like around Billings. Yeah, I don't get out of Billings that often, but yeah, you do. You just went on like 15 mini know, tours in a row. I know, but it feels like I wasn't anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Well, I my only experience with. The one tour I did in high school, <laughs> but also like the nature of travel, yeah. very quickly you just become bright dead. And like yeah. we just have to get to point A to point B, yeah, yeah. and then on top of you have to like perform every right, night. Right. And my voice is dying. Yeah. yeah. Is was there any crazy thing from the tour? You're with some pretty like just in just what people would think of when they think of musicians touring. Because this last one I'm thinking of, it was all great dudes, but I mean, Grant's pretty straight. Mm. Parker's pretty straight. Mm. You're not yeah. touring with, like, Nikki Six from Motley Crue or nothing No, like that. it was good, though. It was kind of nice, like, we're all pretty good friends, and that's kind of maybe... Good dinners and some drinks and... Yeah, well, or we just hang out in the car together. Yeah. Um, but before we left, too, we managed to iron out some, like, personal shit that we had. That had been accumulating? Yeah. Because, um, yeah, if you worked that hard with, with people... And that often. That often, yeah, you guys were... Constantly playing and practicing. And we're doing sure. emotional shit, like, with the songs. Yeah. Especially for Grant, you know? He's, like, letting us play his songs. And so, there's an aspect of that. Like, one thing that happened is that, like, we were at this bar gig that was really long. And... Like, the gig, like, your guys' like, the whole thing was long? Or you guys' set was We had to play long? for four hours or something. Whoa. From, like, eight to midnight or something. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. That's a kind of... Some bars will make you do that. Sort of, like, background noise and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And you just go... And so it's not really like, because we were on that tour, we were doing the, uh, go on. Yeah, move all the stuff out, because I'm going to go outside real quick. Yeah, yeah. Let's go smoke. But we were going to Red Ants Pants to play, and we were playing on the side stage there, so it wasn't like anything crazy. Yeah, itself is, you guys get invited to like one of the biggest Montana, yeah. local Montana yeah. festivals. So Grant was kind of in that mindset, and then we played that long gig, and the rest of us band members are like, we we're, we kind of play out more as part of bands, or it's like more of a job for us in some right. senses. So yeah, we were like, like a session basis. That in in some senses, yeah. yeah. So we were just like joking around during the gig, and Grant got mad at us. Like um, on stage? Or no, afterwards? no. Afterward, he handled it super duper well. Um, but we we it's kind of nice because it seems like we had all set up stuff before we left that enabled us to have good communication through nice. that. Yeah, yeah. Where, like, he didn't get pissed on stage. He waited till after. I wished he would have told me, like, just to shut the fuck up, is what I told him. Like, listen, dude, we're at the level, like, because he did, like, a shush to me one night before, too, and I didn't notice because oh, I was, like, whoa. side-talking or whatever. Right. It's like, man, when we're on stage, like, if you're to go, like, like <laughs> yeah. I don't hear you. Right. You know? So you have to tell me, like, hey, man, shut the fuck up, please, or, right. like, whatever it needs to be to be clear. Right. So I thought I was being helpful by keeping it loose with him, and we thought, I think we were all trying to be, like, jokey about it, right. and like, okay, it's a four-hour gig, let's have fun. And but like, that was not... But he wanted it to be a little tighter, and so there's just different misunderstandings that happened. I thought I was being supportive in one way, and it turned out that I was being the opposite of that. <laughs> um, but that's, you, you can only have known that by being told that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and it's like, it's weird. 
you know, you get into tight situations kind of, and especially performing, people feel weird, so, uh, I don't, there's just a bunch of stuff that comes down, and it's kind of hard to tell what to do with it sometimes. I can't even imagine, but, but that was fun. Other tour stuff, I rode on a, uh, oh, this is kind of fun, I want to see if I have scars on my back yet. Or, or not scars, but if it's scraped. Yeah, right there. Yeah, so I took a ride on a one wheel. You know those boards that have one wheel? Oh, you know, like the motorized? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some really cool, and this fucking guy in Bozeman, of course, had one. Because they're like $1,800. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but we were at the Dusty Pocket studio, which was sick. And then this guy had this fucking light-up one-wheel board that looked like a hoverboard. And I was like, I need to try that. Yeah, yeah. And I just got done playing show and was just like ready to cut loose and he was like yeah man take it like take it around the block so i took it and i was kind of getting the hang of it in the parking lot and then eventually went around the block and i came to an intersection <laughs> and i was just like all stressed out like this summer i was out of the, on the road for like half of july Hell and yeah. then came back and had dry fest to do <laughs> and i was, had not prepared for it properly <laughs> So I was kind of under all that stress and was like, all right, well, this is my time. <laughs> I've got a one time. wheel. Yeah. This, is, this is me time. It's late at night. And I'm a little buzzed and riding around. So I did, and I came up to an intersection. I was like, all right, let's go zero to 25, because they do go 25 miles an hour. Yeah, which is crazy when you're just, like, standing on a piece of wood yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So I was like, and, and it's responsive. Like, you re- lean forward, and it'll go. Oh. So I was like, all right, let's go zero to 25. Yeah. And I just like tumbled right away. Forward? Forward and sideways. And I landed fine, but I could have like fucked up my wrist or something. Yeah. Um, and then not been able to play the rest of the show. Oh forever. my God. To be a 25 year old with a broken wrist and a cast. Dude. And a hoverboard accident. Mm-mm. Like a professional musician. I mean, I work with my hands in all ways, so a broken wrist would not be nice. Well, they could make like a cool bio, like biopic about you. That'd be like a <laughs> pivotal moment in your life. Could be like that lady with the shark who ate her arm off. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the surfer. surfer, Kelly Clarkson. I, I could be like her. You could. Kelly Clarkson. Was that her? Isn't that a singer? Oh yeah. <laughs> Didn't she get attacked by a shark? I don't know. Did she? Maybe just the media. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh. I was just complaining about working again. Yeah. That's fine. I can play. I can easily complain about work. But it's super nice to fucking be here. By the way, everyone listening, if you're listening, we are at the Mercantile. Dixon Merc- Merc- Mercantile. Dixon Mercantile. All together. Yeah, I don't know if, if anybody uh, who's listening has heard me, I guess, the past, like, couple podcasts been recording we I, I like that we say where we're at that is yeah. like a fun like in the beginning just a dumb aspect yeah um but as we move around yeah. it's like oh wait yeah and then there's something else like one thing i was thinking about like if i moved here somewhere and like lived in a tent in the yard or whatever yeah it'd be fun to do podcast shit here yeah. and like see who wanted to swing through and use it like as a promotional thing for you guys a little bit. And be like, yeah. hey, like there's some fucking weirdos over here. <laughs> if there's like any Californians in there that want to swing by. Yeah. Or whatever. Oh yeah, I I getting that workshop and running. I don't know, just sort of mm. teaching myself some. I always wanted to be better at carpentry. Mm. I'll do like a minimal amount of woodwork. Yeah, I need to get better at that too. Um. 
and it is just kind of like a fun like trial by fire type thing yeah just take some power tools and a nail and a, just see if you can't make something mm. yeah what's well, kind of nice just do that with your hands and be like this was just pieces of wood before and now it's this big yeah I always admire that, man, like, because I was raised in a family where we pretty much just paid people to do things, mm -hmm. you know, like, kind of doctory family, like, you have a mechanic that you pay, like, you don't really, you don't even change your own oil, you know? Right. Uh, which is fine, I think a lot of people do it that way. And you well, a lot of cars now are made, made at least where, where I've heard it's pretty tough to get the oil filter out of most modern cars. Oh? You know, back, yeah. you have like a, yeah, my dad had like a 90, 1990, like, uh, Oldsmobile Cutlass, yeah. a thing you could just get underneath and like yank the oil filter right out and just mm. drain it into a bucket. Like right. it was just a piece of cake. Yeah, yeah. He did it all the time. Mine's pretty easy, I think. Yeah. I don't know about the oil filter, but I changed my own oil. Well, a lot of, because not to like jump down what you're saying, but Laura and yeah. I have had to like think of that to, you know, like electricity. Yeah. We're calling people out. Yeah. I'm not even going to pretend. That's such a dangerous thing to pretend like I know how to, like, mm. install a new outlet. Right. Which, if I learned about it, may, like, I just, like, happened to, like, have mentioned the one thing that might be pretty easy to do. Right. Like, rewiring stuff, I'm going to hire that out, 100%. Totally. Or get a buddy or whatever. Get a buddy. And, and, you know, when it came to painting, we have to paint this whole building. Mm. And I had it all worked out where I was going to do it, but then it kind of came to a point where I was like, we're actually, by saving time yeah. and hiring it out, yeah. we're actually saving money. Hell yeah. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, like, not <laughs> even, like, to go into the, you know, we hired, like, a local business. You know, it's this woman and her son and grandson. They mm. come on. They do a fucking great job. Mm. But it, a lot of the stuff kind of does come down to, which, because I come from, like, a, you know, for a long time when I was growing up, we were pretty lower middle class. Mm. But my parents would still hire stuff out. And it mm. was an idea. They both mm. worked. And right. it was like, we're actually saving money by not spending too much time totally well that's this. the game for yeah. sure yeah yeah and i'm not saying that's exclusive to upper or like middle upper classes but i think it, as you go down people i don't know do your parents know about cars no my no. dad used to because you know, grew up in malta in like the 70s like mm. car culture was pretty big so mm. you now he would like change out spark plugs and sure stuff well that, so like, that's more than like most people i think yeah because they just hired out to their workers but yeah even just knowing how like basic shit around you functions yeah is right. a nice way to be like feel like you have some grounding or something and then like if you're on the side of the road you're not just helpless like opening the fucking thing and being like well i have no idea what's going on here <laughs> right like at least you can look at some things and like there's a there's a list that you can go through right is it Radiator? Is it like some sort of fluid? A hose came on top. Yeah, exactly. And if it's easy and you just have to go look at it and you know what you're looking at, yep. then all of a sudden you're on the road again. And yep. it's like, and it's a part of autonomy, right? Yeah. And it's interesting that our cars are like discouraging us from doing that. <laughs> discouraging even mechanics. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you have to send it back. Just some of these like newer, you know, even just like, like we had like replace a bumper on something. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. the only reason why we had to do that was because it like, that's where some piece of electronic was located mm. that like oh. wired something up in the front of the car but they just put it in the bumper so what would have just been like a minor yeah you know rear ending ah. that would have been was just like buff it up. out was now like oh you just like fucked up this hunk Electrical of like the, yeah this like microchip that happened to be there nice um seems smarter <laughs> well yeah uh 
I, I volunteer at the Dixon Fire Department. And, oh, do you? Yeah, and so some of our training is dealing with, um, you know, a lot of our, our calls are highway accidents yeah. and stuff. Um, and talking about, like, using the jaws of life or something mm. is now, like, just exponentially more dangerous with all these electric cars oh. and newer cars. Oh, really? You know, so, like... You I, can fry it out or something? Or? If you take that giant Jaws of Life and put it into Prius, for example, where yeah. it has the battery running all underneath it, and you fucking lock in, yeah. you're holding a metal thing that is now being charged by, yeah. like, a 4,000-volt battery. Wow. And firefighters have just died instantly. No, shit. You just fry them. You just, I'm going to get you out, lady. Out. <laughs> they figured fried. out they couldn't do that with those cars. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I mean, that's why I disagree strongly with, like, the electric car movement. Mm. Because of that one thing. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, like, I don't we'll see what the big deal is with fossil fuels. Well, at this point, <laughs> we're pretty fucked anyways. That's a real thing. I just listened to a podcast. You, did you ever get a Derek Jensen? He was like a deep green or like anar- deep green anarchist type guy. Uh-uh. Kind of cool. Yeah. Kind of crazy. Like Ted, Kaczyns- Ted Kaczynski, but didn't send bombs, you know? <laughs> there we go. But like... <laughs> Still has time. <laughs> um, he was sitting down with Chris Ryan, and they were talking about um, the kind of the modern environmental movement, and how it's kind of, in a lot of ways, become just another arm of an industry. Oh, it's, it's yeah, they, namely the renewable industry, which is a huge money-making industry. And they talk about how we we like renewables because we say that they'll replace uh, fossil fuels. But really what happens is that we just end up adding to the power structure, the, the right. energy grid. Right. Instead of replacing the coal mines or, or the plants or whatever, right. we just keep them running and then add solar and then add right. wind. And wind shit is really fucked up. Solar shit, like, fucks up birds. And it it's kind of just, like, in another example, like, Ed Abbey would be really upset. Right. But, like, not surprised right. in the end, like... Oh, well, the environmental movement has just been watered down to be, like, another sales for, like, for companies. I wonder and then if they sound good. You right. Know, like it's green shit. Right, right, right. I wonder if we're just, like, in a limbo. I think, like, do you think that we've gotten so used to just how, exp- like, the gr- technological growth has been so exponential mm. that we've gotten spoiled and we're like, why aren't, why isn't this to mm. where it should, you know, we still don't even have, like, batteries that we can store solar energy mm. to yet, right? That are, like, consumable. Oh, like they, You know, like, we don't even have that technology. Right. We have that technology, but it's, like, a billion dollars for one battery for your house that would actually store the energy as opposed to, like, <laughs> being neat. You know, it needs to be used, Draining. and we can't store it. Right, right, right. And that's just something we just don't have yet on, like, a consumer level. Totally. So I wonder if, I wonder if this is just we're frustrated at the lack of growth, but it's more that this technology is so new that it makes sense that we're still at this weird yeah. crossroads of like why isn't things better yet sure. you know where people, engineers are like wait 10 years and we'll be there yeah, we think yeah. that's what we're working on right now sure. you know well we don't have 10 years as part of the frustration like I'll go we, back we have negative negative time negative 20 years or something and it's like well we've been buying into this techno shit for a second like Mr. Musk <laughs> When are we going to see it? In right. Movies? And he's like, well, we'll be in space soon. Everybody's like, oh, he's rich. Cool. <laughs> he can say whatever he wants and we'll suck his dick. <laughs> but it sucks because then he gets to parade around like an innovator. And I think he is. Right. Right? He's fucking smart, obviously, and he has a lot of dough and he can do whatever he wants with it, just about. But there's a question, right? Like that thing about how billionaires could end 
poverty if they wanted to or like feed everybody if they just like gave that money out on the street instead of giving it to their like nonprofit buddies who are administrating these giant ass fake like they're just corporations too I know I I I try and make sense of stuff like that because I don't I don't want the answer to be as sinister as it feels Mm -hmm. I think that's too easy Mm. like when the Notre Dame thing happened right I think that was like the big calling Mm. Uh, when when people started to like realize that that was not just theoretical even though a lot of people for a long time like it's not theoretical like what's that no this idea that there's so much money that these billionaires could like end world hunger oh five times over yeah you know at least for me it wasn't until the Notre Dame thing where like what was like four billionaires like within like 15 (laughs) minutes yeah it was like (coughs) a handful of wealthy people within like 15 minutes were able to like make up some action like five hundred billion dollars to, to pay for the restoration, mm-hmm. and somebody did the math. You know uh, that that would have like ended all hunger and poverty in yeah. in in France. And they just did it for a thousand a times church. over. I know, and I always my my mind's always like that sounds too sinister to be true. I wonder like what's is there another answer? Mm-hmm. But more likely than not, there's not. And they're just selfish because yeah. they can just write that off, right? right. Whatever. The, I don't know what the French tax system is. Mm. Oh, they probably can. Hmm. Yeah, because guess who doesn't have a fucking 401c3 paper to, so that it's tax deductible as a right. homeless person who's starving. <laughs> right. They need a, a homeless organization right. to come and say that they need food. or Right. And there's a whole thing just about like how we all have resources that we could offer. Yeah. Like if shit wasn't so tight and like Mary Kate's living at my house now. Like, right. th- and that's just something, like, who was I talking to? My friend Cassie about shit. Like, what we need to do is open our houses to people. But, mm-hmm. like, there's all sorts of stuff that keeps us from doing that. Like, you don't have time to take care of a person without a home mm-hmm. if you're trying to go to work the next day. Right. And that's an important concept that, that Chris Ryan has pointed out that I like a lot is that the main difference between whether or not people will do a good deed, like if you take a sample group and put an injured person next to them when mm. they walk by or whatever, and you see who passes and who stops, the people who stop just have time. Right. That's it. Right. And like, unfortunately, we're in the state where like, the rest of us, other than billionaires, have less and less time. Right. And like, that makes us less able to help people, even though like, we have food. I mean, there's an obvious one with like gas stations, like a, a starving person walking next to a gas station right. or like hanging out out front is like, there's so much garbage in there that like they calculated the waste. Like they're probably going right. to throw it away or like they threw it away at the factory or something. Yeah. Yeah. So like it wouldn't cost them that much to give this guy a bag of chips. Right. But it's not just about that guy. Like they have to maintain that because there's a lot more like that guy that mm-hmm. would come and it would fuck up everything. But I'm ranting. I'm excited. <laughs> it's a good time to be excited. Yeah. Cause yeah, I I'm I'm so excited and happy for your transition you're in. Mm. Me too. This is a this is a good time. The the post dry fest. And you have steady work. Mm-hmm. Work mm-hmm. that you actually enjoy. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Think how fucking <laughs> cool is that that you've made it to a point in your life where you're complaining about not enough free time to do what you love because mm. you're doing your love what you love on like a on a professional level mm. right and the complaining's the wrong word but yeah yeah 
I feel that too. I, you know, yeah. With enough commissions, the partner's like, I just want to draw weird pictures. Right. But I just like don't have the time. That luxury right now. Yeah, yeah. Which is something that like two years ago, me would be screaming at me for like complaining about the like level of work I've received. Mm. Oh, for work. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a good sign. True. And it's it's just like another you know, you worked you you put the goalpost at like being able to make uh, a decent enough living off of what you love, and now another goalpost is like okay, well now how can I better manage Fine my time? That. Yeah, yeah. Because then, at least in my mind, the next goal is to not have to rely on work given to me by others, but mm. me being able to manufacture my own work. Mm-hmm. You know, as in in mind with my illustrations and stuff, it's yeah, it's just like making shirts and prints that people buy, mm. and enough people buy it, mm. or that is now like a f- source of income. Yeah, yeah. You know, as opposed, to, I I love all the commissions I've I've ever gotten, and I've been very fortunate that people have been like wanting to pay me for drawings. Mm. But obviously, the end goal is I can just, just draw something and people just pay like buy yeah. it. Yeah. Well, we can start a clothing line or something. We've been dancing around that for a, a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I, th- I think like established boots on the ground business is sort of where I'd like to see waste and it, uh, as an extension drive or uh, yeah, dry fest mm. go. Like um, having a storefront almost or what? Well, that or a might, shop or. Yeah. 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 We, we live in a world now where like having like, what do they call it? Like brick and mortar. Right. Is sort of superfluous. It would only yes. be fun because it's like. Cool, now we have a clubhouse. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, or a place to have shows yeah, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Something Which, like, uh, like there, there. <laughs> I would love that, but we, it, we also have to contend with the fact that we are in the middle of nowhere. Ah, right. This, this would be fun in terms of something like setting up a uh, residency. Yeah. Uh, oh. P- like being able to host artists for right. a time. And then, like, have their art or whatnot be showcased through Dixon Murtaugh in the front. Sure. Or, like, a recording studio would be right. the next thing I could think of. Or shows. I mean, it's cool just to have shows places. Yeah. Part of me is just, like, really stoked about having any sort of material presence. You yeah. know, even if it's out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. It's kind of cool if you get, like, people coming from Missoula up here or people from the valley or people on vacation. And it's, like, mm-hmm. there's a weird... And you already have that here. I mean, yeah. there's, like... A queer spot, kind yeah. of here, and we had this big performance uh, a couple months ago. Bunch of different things, pe- different artists were performing, like various, uh, various like acts or skits or reading poetry or yeah. Uh, Alyssa had got me this giant butcher sheet, and so I just like <coughs> the whole time didn't say anything, just like drew on it, yeah. like across the floor. Oh, that's cool. And as one of like the dance performances happening Alyssa and Brie were performing this really amazing like modern dance performance they're like stripping off like leotards and painting each other yeah one of our Air- awesome. one of our Airbnb people walked in uh, like she had just gotten here and was like you know for Airbnb like walked into the middle of that she lo- she had a great time like, like <laughs> redirected her and stuff yeah uh, but she she had a blast and not too surprised I was very surprised, <laughs> but but not too not uh, not like offensively yeah, so yeah didn't didn't think that there was anything like morally wrong with what we were doing. That's good. Um, that could have been bad if somebody like really hated their body or whatever, and then they walked in. Yeah, and then at that point, it's like that's on you, man. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> like, but you do have to deal with it sometimes as a business yeah, owner, yeah, or whatever. Uh, for the longest time, I wanted to do like yeah, waste publishing is still very real. Mm-hmm. I still like firmly believe in like physical copies of things. Yeah, yeah. Because I like it. Right. Um, I think 
what I've been like formulating is just like getting a hold of all of our poets and like collecting like a chat book of yeah. all of all their stuff. Um, That'd be awesome. Uh, I've wanted to for a long time get a hold of like all the writers who have their own original pieces on there and get them to record them reading it and oh. release it as like a that was part of like our podcast series. Yeah. You know, having Jordan read some of his original stuff, having you read some of your original yeah. stuff, having Austin read some of his That's essays. That's a great idea. Just quit. Just I mean, convert it to audio. Convert it to audio. That's just the easiest yeah. way to get it. You know, when we when we were first talking about getting waste set up, you know, it was always about publishing people's work. And for us, a lot of it was writing. Yeah. And that was always the hang up. Yeah. It was kind of like, you know, dude, like nobody reads <laughs> fiction anymore. Right. Like we're going to keep going through with this, but it is also a realization of like, you know, Jordan's gonna put all this work into it, and right. we're gonna happily fucking just showcase this stuff. <laughs> and I wish, like, you know, and it was. I wish people read. I still. wish people read. <laughs> you know, but you know, Jordan's writing is beautiful, mm-hmm. and there's a lot, and people are used to on their phones just uh, having bite size, you know, mm. just, uh, just having a little bite size media piece that they can enjoy and then move on to the next one. Totally. Um, and yeah, I, I, I love when I hear an author in his own voice, like yeah, read his yeah. own story. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do have feedback on that. Kira, I forget her last name, but she's with Zach, um, Seed of Life Labs. Oh, cool, okay. Um, yeah, so, but she told us that we did a good job on um, the Dune podcast. Oh, good. And that was fun. It's kind of weird that people are like actually listening a little bit. <laughs> a little bit, I know. It's not a lot, but. I know. And I'm excited about looping more people in. Like, there's a few people that I've been trying to get on there. I just haven't had time. Right. But that's just a simple way in how we build, pretty much, is just making connections and yeah. then, like, being like, well, this person's doing something cool. Like, maybe they have an audience that will also like our shit. Like, yeah. Okay. And none of us really has an audience audience. Right. Right? We always have a little bit, but if you come together, it seems like it can happen a little. My, my next iteration of waste books that I would be curious in trying is setting up like a um, uh, like a writer's workshop yeah that we we say like let's we're gonna do six months so it'll be six episode run of like this iteration of the writer's workshop and so as far as like what the listeners would get is hearing a small group of people come together and talk about and then read what they'd written for that week, mm-hmm. like every or month. So every month you'd have to come with something new that you've mm. been working on, and then we work like it just would be a workshop that mm-hmm. is then recorded and put out. Cool. So that's a good idea. You'd have to be willing to like not only um, submit your work to you know a handful of people that workshop it, but then also show up and read. What. Also, you and know, the, thing. the the invite people who are listening to hear your rough work and then hear what people say about it. Right. You know, that's a nice idea. Mary Kay and I have been talking about just opening all of it up pretty much, turning it inside out to be like, hey, here's our money situation. Like, we don't lie about that. Or we right. don't like try to cover up anything about that. Like, here's how we write pieces. Right. Like, or right. here's what I'm like at the middle of the night, right before I leave on tour. Right. And, like, trying to record monologue. <laughs> And there's something cool and honest about that, I think. Like, genuine. Well, pe- yeah. Could tell. People have always loved seeing that, and we've come to a point with social media that we've all done a good job of, like, letting people in. Yeah. Uh. 
the more honest you are, the more people are receptive to your ideas. Right. You know, I, as somebody who follows other illustrators, I love being able to see, like, their hashtag whip, right, work in progress. Mm. Like their pencils on before they've inked to right. see what their studio looks like. Those are, like, fun right. insides that then you get to enjoy the finished product. Right, right. Uh, but it's that small peek behind the curtain. And it just makes you feel more familiar with that person. Yeah, it makes yeah. you feel uh, like you know them better. Right. Um, it's just a really fun way ah. that you can, like, manipulate people's emotions. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, social media. No, but for real, it is like, it can be a nice way to, to do it. Or, like, if you're an artist, something that I like about, like, DIY shit or, like, Dry Fest even is that, like, when you walked into Craft Local, mm-hmm. we had that sheet hanging there that mm-hmm. was, like, scrappy but solid. Mm-hmm. You know, like, all our shit is scrappy but solid. Yep. And then you see, like, bands. So you get to see behind the stage as you walk into the room. Yeah, and then great. you get to walk around and see, like, the shit. Yeah. But it's really cool to just be like, yeah, like, we're just a bunch of poor people <laughs> who don't have time. And we just, like, put that shit up there. And then our good buddy projected some shit. And then our other buddies started playing music. And yep. it's like, there's a show there. And it's like, you could do this, too. That's part of the, the, yeah. the Easter, or what's it called? The egg Easter egg? Yeah. Little hidden things, like... Like, that guy, Mario, uh, that I interviewed with Minor Glitch Electronics, mm-hmm. he talks about how he puts little things in there to get people to fuck with it. Right. Like, he made his pet his guitar pedal really simple so that you can go in there and, like, fuck with it. And, like, if you turn this screw, then it makes it change the sound. Oh, He put cool. a sticker, like, so you have this pedal, right? And then yeah. you have a cover inside or a cover on top. And so if you take the cover off, he would just put a sticker right in there and then put the cover on before yeah. he sent it off. Because he wanted people to be like, if they opened it and were curious, they would see like something there, like oh, an Easter fuck, egg, yeah. and then it would start the search to be like, wait, what else can I do? What else this? is inside yeah. here? And then like, oh, I have a fucking tiny Allen wrench, like that'll fit in this little thing. Like, right. Let's see what happens. So it's kind of cool to see just like turn it inside out, but also have it be dope and be like, right. If you don't want to fuck with it, sick. it's still a cool, sure. amazing product. Right, right, right. But you have the yeah, it's like open source yep. coding yep. for some software, right? Yeah. Exactly. We've given you our best idea, our best version of what we think this product is. Right. But we also are giving you the tools to make it better yes. if you want. Yeah, yeah. Or do your own or whatever. Yeah. Right. Customize it. Um, oh, shit. I was thinking about... Just have Waste of Vision turn into a giant exquisite corpse exercise. A what? Exquisite corpse. It was that game where like, you'd fold the page into like thirds... And then you would draw the head, Oh. turn it, flip it over, and then your buddy would draw the body, yeah, flip yeah. that over, buddy would draw the feet. Right, right. And you right. open it up and you see what you've created. That's good. Exquisite corpse. Yeah, yeah. Some drawing nerd shit. Yeah, this is not drawn. That, I got that from my education. Oh. I learned that. Oh. Yeah. Very good. It's a, it's a term. I remember what I was going to say. Yeah. It was about, it was a... Uh, this guy Dustin from Power Plant. Okay. Do you know that guy? Yeah, that band is a Missoula band, but I don't know if you know. Uh, I've heard of him, and then they came to Drive Fest. Yeah, right. Yeah. He's a cool dude, and then he came to a poetry thing last year or the year before, too. And um, He was saying that we should do a manual, like, about how to do Drive Fest or something. Mm. And that's kind of interesting. Like, I've had... We should start compiling. I see that as being, like, at least a two- or three-year project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At, at but the even... End. Like, us just talking about it is kind of a how-to in some yeah. sense, so it yeah. could be loose. Right. Or, like, another thing that I thought would be fun in conjunction with us doing, like, 
the waste radio feed mm-hmm. is that we could put out like a how to make a podcast. Yeah, like, yeah. You can use your fucking iPhone. Right. Like, take it out, put right. a goddamn sock over it, and then you got a microphone. Right. And then all you need is like GarageBand or like what's the audio? Uh, oh, what is Dan it? had it or did you? I have, have it too. Audacity. Audacity. Yeah, free one. Like you can use that to make a goddamn podcast. Yeah. And just, like, the basic stuff. like, mm-hmm. Or if you want to go a little more, you can get a Zoom microphone right. and just give, like, a rundown about how to make a fucking podcast. Yeah. Just as a way, like, one of these rap songs that I was listening to and I just couldn't stop, I think it was by... Oh, what the fuck's his name? The tune is called New Africa, N-U Africa. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, a pretty badass tune, like... <laughs> And he does like this cool shit about like, um, how the how Africa is like, it's basically like a Wakanda yeah, vision yeah. of Africa. Yeah. And he's like, what happens if like Oprah started building schools over there or like, or like at the rich people in America, right. the the like gangster black people who came over and made it happen. Then went they back. like went back and they were like, all right, we're gonna like jack this shit up or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So he's kind of imagining it, and one of the things he says is, uh, make sure that every rapper got Pro Tools. I'm just saying that'd be a bold move. <laughs> and there's something about that. Like, yeah. if you're trying to make stuff, and, like, you want to make the whole scene better, right. then you want everybody to have access to Remove it. Remove the gatekeepers. Yes, because yeah. you're going to benefit off of other people making discoveries and working. But, like, if you are profiting off of shit, right. then it makes sense for you to keep those gates open right. or closed. Close, yeah. And, like... But that idea of just like being like, yep, yeah, here's how to do a podcast, and yes, you do have to have a phone. Like that's kind of a fucking classy right. issue to start with. But right. like, you can get a cheap smartphone with a voice recorder on it, presumably, and then you could somehow get that onto a library computer right. or whatever that has audacity. Yep. You have to be scrappy, and like, I have been lucky enough to have like a computer that I still right. have from my high school graduation <laughs> right, like right. nine years ago or whatever. <laughs> but it still works because it was a good computer. You just gotta hustle. But you can do it if yeah. you if you have time or you, and that's the other shit. Like I want to do like a how to economics. Like, mm-hmm. like I was raised in a business family, and so I kind of know how to fuck with that stuff. Personal and, finances and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, or just like working house cleaning. Like, right. if you're tired of a normal job, like mm-hmm. here's what I did to stop. Right. I had some padding. Like I had a place to live right. without rent for a few months. Right. And that enabled me to set up different jobs, dog walking. But it's all about scrapping it together at the beginning, and there's like a little strategy where you start with like little stuff. Like right. if I can make thirty dollars a day dog walking, then I'm doing okay. Or like that comes out to this at the end. Yeah, like, yeah, and then I can pick up a cleaning job here and there, or figure ha- out house sitting job. How much you're spending? Right. I'm making thirty. Right. I'm spending twenty five a day. That doesn't work. Right. Got to right. cut one thing, and it's right. going to be the spending. Right. 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 People don't think like that. I, no, I don't think that's something. No, I don't. Definitely don't. I, I forget all the small dollar fifty, right. two dollar purchases I make right. a day. I'm like, at the end of a day, if I'm doing that every day, that adds up. Oh, hell yeah. And then it comes down to, like, I'm essentially making a dollar an hour for my job. Right. What, how the fuck do I think this is sustainable? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, to sound like an old curmudgeon, but just taking first responsibility. Like, mm. okay, I'm obviously not hustling enough mm. for this. Sure. I always remind, there's enough, there's enough time in the day if you make it work. Yeah, yeah. It could be tough, though, like, if you're working hard and, like, you're using drugs to, like, make yourself feel better, like, weed or alcohol, even. <laughs> yeah, now we're on a whole different, we're, we're talking to a different person, a different monster now. Sure, but I'm, I say that as a type of that person. Me too, sense. totally. Like, 
I'm just trying to draw out how much I think it is hard to like get out of those cycles and like yes there's personal responsibility and there's like something that needs to get in there as a wedge like that's something I really like as a, as a concept is like if you have a line or have a path that's going along and it seems like it'll just stay on the same path mm -hmm. then like if you want to change it you can do it with just like a little tiny wedge right and that'll like exponentially change as it as it goes forward right but you need something like it seems like so many people are just like spinning their wheels because mm -hmm. they're poor and trying to pay off student debt or trying to pay off whatever credit card debt or whatever right and then they're stressed and they go home and drink and then they spend more money online shopping or whatever <laughs> right, right. drunk or i don't know just like to get <laughs> silly a little bit yeah like Everybody's spinning their wheels, and if we could provide something like, hey, you could do a podcast if you carve out, like, an hour before you go to work right. in the morning, like, two days a week right. or something, and make it, like, doable, because I know the game, like, I work way too much and, like, mm -hmm. also try to do this stuff, too, right. so it's, like, but, yeah, I like the idea of being a wedge, and, again... Like, we have some privilege, and so it's kind of nice to, like, spread that a little bit and be like, yo... Well, that's the whole point, I... Uh, yeah, I hope people don't forget the fact that waste division is like, give, make the, you know, turn that drive into work. Your time you report record that podcast, edit it together, or listen, and then to send it to waste division, sure. and we put it on our feet. Yeah, That's yeah. been the point of us since yeah, we yeah. started right. three years ago. Now, yeah. was that like yes? There is there an editorial board? Certainly. Mm -hmm. Have we turned down people? Not that often. Mm -hmm. And we almost have never turned down anybody without offering to fix stuff that we, using our years of experience in terms of editing, sure. what we think of. Yeah, yeah. And we've always been open to discussion. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, to make that wedge even bigger, mm. make that growth even exponential, yeah. not just tell people you can make your own podcast, but also we've offered anybody who wants to take an opportunity yeah. To then have that podcast not just be recording on a computer, right. but something that goes into people's feed. Right, right. And that's, that is, should be exciting. Totally. And, like, and we shouldn't forget that, too. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I forget that often. Right, right. And I think we don't say that enough yeah. to people who are like hip to what we're doing, which is fantastic. Yes. And I appreciate every fucking like I see on whatever post we do. Yeah. And people who don't like it but just see it, like, I see you and I'm so grateful. Mm. And I just want to remind you guys, like, we have never closed submissions. Yeah, we it's always open, open all the time. Always open. Yeah, yeah. And and I'm getting tired of just reading our stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's been the shit from the beginning too. I know. Yeah. I'm I'm not getting tired of it. I love fucking every piece Jordan or you or whoever comes up with. Um, I've been doing it much. Just I got music releases. I've got so. stuff that I've forgotten to submit. <laughs> yeah, you need to submit got, too, motherfucker. I know. I got like a whole studio full of shit. <laughs> like, this has not been submitted. Um, and then we have to. I want to get your visual stuff at Dry Fest next year, maybe. Yeah, maybe yeah. You're down. That get you on comedy. You do everything over there. Yeah, it'd be amazing. I need to just uh, make that time. Right. Not find the time. I'm like. I've been really trying to correct my... I think that's Active. Like the tangent I was going on. I, I don't... Like, time is not missing for me. Mm. If it is, it's been something I've done. Mm. I don't need to, like, find the time. I need to make the time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There's... Just like how my own personal expenses are, like, being slowly undermined by a buck fifty purchases that I make two or three times a day mm -hmm, every day, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so are, like, the 10 or 15 minutes I'm spending mm -hmm. on YouTube. Mm -hmm. 
or just doing nothing. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that is beneficial and like a necessary no sort doubt. of break. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I I don't I don't understand how I let myself get to the point where I if I thought that I didn't have the afternoon free to do something, then it's not going to get done. Mm. That's ludicrous. Mm. You know, and that just is like being a selfish baby. Mm-hmm. If I'm like, if I don't have from noon to five to sit in my studio and fuck around and maybe spend an hour and a half drawing, then I'm never going to get this drawing done. Mm. That's insane. I see what you're saying. It, it's, it's making those little bits and pieces here and there. Mm-hmm. Again, it's just that hustle. It's mm-hmm. like looking at your day and saying, what am I doing that I could... Loop together. Loop or together or like, yeah, expound that energy somewhere mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. That at the end of the day, what makes me actually happier. Right, right. You know, and a lot of the time that means just saying no more often. Mm, that's a big one. It's a big one. It's a huge one. It's just saying, it's just telling yourself or other people no more often. Uh, because at the end of the day, if I said no to the right thing and I, and I did what I wanted to always say yes to, mm. I will go to bed feeling a lot better. Right. I'm not going to wake up being like, I fucking wanted to get that thing done. Mm. And I didn't. Mm. Well, what did I do instead? Mm. Shit that I just don't care about yeah. and am not happy that I did instead. Mm. You know, right, right, right. and if if I'm just based on how I personally feel about it, then I should be making active choices to mm. rectify. Yeah, that. if you're trying to care about your own feelings, yes, and like actually to do some stuff about it. Yeah, yeah, because there's, yeah, there's 24 hours. I get this. Sure, we all work. Mm-hmm. It's 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 making those small sacrifices. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know how. Right. If I did, I would have my own YouTube channel. I'd be making fucking boobs and glories. <laughs> I'd be talking all up and down the street about how I've like turned my life around. Right, right. I'm still not there. Right, right. But I'm slowly recognizing, at least for myself, some of the changes that need to be made mm. in order for me just to be a happier person. Mm. Fuck career, or right. fuck where I'd like to be. Just right. a happier person. Because yeah, yeah. a happy person for me means getting writing and yeah. drawing. Yeah. Time with Laura and the baby. Like, mm. work. I do enjoy the work I do. Very lucky that way. Like, all the things I enjoy doing, making sure that like, it's done. Right. Do I enjoy watching YouTube videos and the shitter for, like, way longer than I should? Mm-hmm. No. In the moment, ah. yeah, it's, it's like a dopamine rush. Mm. Of course it's going to feel good. Mm-hmm. It's a funny video I found. Mm. That's, in the long run, not going to make me feel happier. Right. It, makes me feel gro- it makes me feel gross when I think about it. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's eradicating all that right, stuff. Right, right. Well, there's lots of games, especially in this world. Like, There's a Piss Jean song. That's, mm-hmm. I think it's called Pleasure Race or something. It's like, something, something, no matter my age, I've always run a pleasure race. I'm walking, driving, running home, it's all the same. <laughs> and so this thing about us being surrounded by like instant gratification of right. like alcohol or sugar or sex or whatever Smartphones. Smartphones, social, weird social stuff on right. a smartphone where you get right. high off of something social on your phone. It's like Aristotle talked about how some hedonists, right, because he was criticizing hedonism. Right, he was also trying right. to loop it in and he was trying to say like, if you were a real hedonist, you'd be like me, and you just study mm-hmm. all the time. Right. Because like I love pleasure too. I've just found that al- alcohol gives you a hangover. Right, right. Like sex is usually complicated. Right. Candy makes you fat, or whatever it is. Right. The thing. It's like in the end, it's not worth it. Like the thing right. that you thought you were doing, which was getting pleasure for yourself, turns out not to be true. Right. Because of these drawbacks. Right. But in that moment, in the moment of you like just fucking around masturbating or whatever instead <laughs> yeah. of doing your work it's yeah. like you could go for that or if you did your work then you could like relieve some pressure when you get home from Laura because right. you could get home a half hour earlier right. or right. something yep. or like pick up some flowers on the way yep. home or yep. whatever it is just that little shit yep. adds up it does and 
the other the other thing I was thinking about is that there's this concept of autonomy banging around here when mm-hmm. like the, around saying no to things. Yeah. Like if you're having to say a lot of people have to say yes to shit that they don't want to do, myself included. Yeah. That's kind of the name of the game. In right. Modern That's modern world. life. Yeah. yeah. Um, but if you could f- pursue that or a vague sense of it, mm-hmm. I think it leads to good things. Like, right. Because if you're in places that you actually want to be, that you said yes to, or kind of, kind yeah. of yes to, or like right. less no than you normally would, <laughs> right? Like, there's a little sense that like of magic, kind yeah. of, yeah. and it's kind of like fruity or whatever. But like to have that autonomy and kind of the freedom to have chosen to be somewhere, right, makes you an energetic person, and people like to be around you, right, because you're like happy to be there yes like if you found a way to be happy in different scenarios like just because you're around cool people mm-hmm. like i don't care if this fucking kitchen is like slamming right now and my forehead is sweating right like, my homies are around me right. and like it's fine right like you can do shit but if you've and if you've chosen to be there then that's great but if you haven't like there's all sorts of negative engines is what i call them like right. negative feedback loops or whatever where like, you don't want to be in the same place. <laughs> Chances are, like, other people around you don't want to be right. there either. And right. so everybody's pissed off at each other. And it's just yep. all kinds of toxicity pops up. Right. But, yeah, if you could preserve it and be like, in order for me to be able to say yes to this thing I really want to say yes to, I have to say no to this little thing that, like, kind of, like, if it's masturbatory, it might be, <laughs> right. like, doing a little gig, you know, for right. me that, like, makes me feel cool or right. something, but it doesn't pay me or, like, there's too much emotional energy that it takes to hang out with that band right. or whatever. Right. And you have to actually just be like, no, what is the really good thing here? Like, hormones be damned or right. whatever. Like, what's, what's, let's try to analyze post. this. Right. Right. But it's hard to think that far ahead in this world because everything moves so fast. And right. Or, fe- or or it feels that way. Yeah. Either it does or just it feels like it does. Well, it doesn't matter. There's, yeah, you know, right. Perception versus, versus the reality of what's really happening. Right. But you can slow it down. Like, you have to have tricks to slow it down. Yeah. Like, get yeah. up 15 minutes earlier yes. so you can collect your thoughts in the morning or, like, yep. stop smoking weed every day might be, <laughs> right. might be one that I think about. Right. You right. know? But, like... No, the the getting up really thing is has been my trick for a long time now, mm-hmm. um, and that's a good one. And also re- removing the uh, removing the what I thought of is what is like required to make art. Mm. You know, it, I don't know why for some reason I was like adverse to the idea of like sketching in my notepad in mm. my car on my like lunch break whatever she job I had right. I had this idea that in order to create it needed to be in a certain setting pristine pristine you needed to have all variables Quiet. controlled yeah. you, you were a, a muse or a vessel for the muse <laughs> as opposed to and then and then you end up having nothing done because right. that's not realistic realistic yeah. what's realistic is yeah like finding that those little bits here and there if I'm on campus and I have a quick 10 between classes yeah Maybe recording that thing that I've been thinking about all lecture, right? And just getting it out, right. uh, or yeah, ins- instead of instead of that long lunch break, mm. I just sit down and try to again write out something that I've been wanting to write out for a long time. Right. Yeah, there's some my one of my favorite concepts is that there's like gaps between the structures. Like, we seem to live in a culture that is getting, like, shinier and shinier and, like, mm-hmm. more, more and more militarized as right. you go further up. But then outside of that, there's, like, a, uh, what's it called? Like, an inverse effect where, like, 
the shinier and shinier it gets and like the fancier there's like more nooks and crannies and mm. shit and I say that as somebody who cleans houses right, right, right. where like some people who are more wealthy have like more shit that you have to clean around mm-hmm. right so like it's kind of cool because I tend to think that we live in a really oppressive culture and that there's not much hope for different shit just yeah. because it's like pretty well clamped down but then if you look at the underbelly and be like no wait look in the shadow of that right like, that right. giant ass building is like there might be something happening in there mm-hmm. and it's cool to think about like doing shit in the fringes or like in right. your car on your lunch ba- break when yeah. you're like still fucking tired of be like well this idea like might go somewhere later so yeah. I'm gonna get it down and yeah. then it's just like I've been thinking about planting seeds and like you don't know if seeds are gonna go right. per se you just like if you're a farmer, you do your best, but like Native Americans probably used to sow seeds and shit, mm-hmm. and they'd be like, well, we'll see if that one goes, yeah, and we'll come back. that one After goes, we we'll come back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's kind of nice to take that idea, and it's a little bit more synchronistic, too. Mm-hmm. And, like, you're less full of expectations to be like, well, that seed better grow, or I'm going to be <laughs> fucked. It's like, no, like, I just tossed that there, so if something happens, <laughs> that'd be really cool, but yeah. there's other ones that I tossed out elsewhere, too. Doing anything is a revolutionary act, right? And, ah. if, and if you, if if you can, if you can, you get said hip, the word. If you can get hip to that idea, then if 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 what you need to get started is a feeling of like profundity with what you're doing, mm. the fact that you're doing anything is in itself like profound ah. and revolutionary. Word, like just do it. That's the thing. Like, there's something miraculous about you being like, "Fuck a cigarette, I'm gonna draw this instead." Yeah. Because like everything that this world is built up is supposed to make you smoke that cigarette right. on your break. Right. Because we're trying to make you consume as much shit as possible while you're also working. Right. So like if we can get you to buy cigarettes on the job, like right. that's great. Yeah. But if you can be like, no, fuck that, like I'm amped anyway from that coffee or yeah. whatever. Like yeah. let me just sit down and write the stupid face or the stupid sentence. Yeah. It might be a cool idea that you can grab onto later and yeah. then swing from and like go to bigger places. Most or, ideas are. Yeah. Everybody's been working long enough realizes that yeah. Right. Everything's yeah, everything's a seed for something later. Yeah, yeah. I don't create in a vacuum anymore and I right. can I can just be thankful of all those sketchbooks that I like expounded the energy to put shitty stuff into. Yeah, yeah. Because it still is popping up in the work I do now. Right. Because I'm just building on, I'm I'm building on little like eight year old me that like got that his first reaction from a drawing he did. Mm. You know, it right. was like I totally. like this. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I like that this happens when I do this. Right. This feels good. Right, right. Pretty basic. Which is like the best thing. Yeah. I love basic stuff. Basic bitches. Oh, I mean, number one. No. <laughs> That's, you, saw, you saw the hat I was wearing. What does it say? SF, baby. Oh, I thought you were going to say no, number Basic bitches are number one. Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> Should we turn off the microphone? We could. Yeah. I kind of have to leave soonish. Okay. Let's see. See about I, taking a dump or something. I think we can accommodate you. I would like to do waste residencies. Oh, yeah. Here or what do you mean? Just Anywhere. In I think if we just if we can establish. Oh, really, different spots. If we can establish a really easy system that everybody can become a, a user of. So yeah. If we set up something, and this this might have to mean like collecting some sort of funds for it, but I would like just to continue on with our like incredibly DIY do-it-yourself theme, uh-huh. then not only could you yourself apply for residency, but you can apply to host oh. 
a resident artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a different spot. And then we plug it on the site. Or yeah, whatever. just all be connected. I love that. Yeah. But Have different chapters. You know, right now, if, if somebody wanted to, you know, host an artist, I think we can make that work. That might be a pretty... That might make us, like, liable for some stuff that, God forbid, would ever happen. But. No, I don't think so. Um, the other thing is that we just kind of start... What I'm finding is that we need to do it ourselves. Yeah. That's the scene, right? So, like, if we want to start having that be a thing, right. like, we need to have, make it happen here. And then right. I need to make... I've been trying to get something going, like, have Waste Division do a First Friday exhibit or mm -hmm. whatever, or feature at Kirk's, or I don't know. Right. But if we just do something... And then, like, keep doing it. Like, mm -hmm. that's the bullshit is, like, if you do that enough times and then, like, somebody comes through here from Flathead and right. sees what you do and you're like, right. okay, here's a Waste Division sticker. Like, you could do this at your house, too, right. if there's an artist there that's cool or yeah. coming through that needs a spot. We can yeah. arrange for that. But we have to show the – you have to do it first and be right. like, this is what's happening, and then people will catch on. Yeah. And it's kind of cool. But it takes the shit. Like, it takes a 21-hour workday. You're yes. on a fucking – festival or whatever yeah but it's kind of yeah we should do a waste tour that's the other thing i wanted oh one thing idea i had is that we should do the first like waste books live podcast next year at dry yeah, fest somehow yes i want to do way more podcast stuff because i'm pretty sure that's a big future with shit oh and i love it oh I've yeah loved, i've loved taking in i love making them. i got so many like dumb recordings of just like ideas that i thought would go somewhere yeah yeah um that i would love to do a, a waste a waste life would be yeah. great. Yeah. But yeah, a waste tour would be fun too.